Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. The riveting documentary, The Work, is set inside a single room in Folsom Prison. The work follows three men from outside as they participate in a four-day group therapy retreat with level four convicts. Over four days, each man in the room takes his turn delving into his past, the raw and revealing process that incarcerated men undertake exceeds the expectation of free men ripping them out of their comfort zones and forcing them to see themselves and the prisoners in unexpected ways. And that is the story behind this remarkable documentary called The Work, and we're fortunate enough to have with us today the director, and that would be Jaris McCleary. Jaris, welcome to Film School. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Well, Jaris, tell me a little bit about where the idea and sort of the genesis behind the your the work. Um, so I, I my brothers and I were asked to go inside uh, Folsom Prison with my dad uh, because he was one of the uh, the first guys that was asked to go inside, mm-hmm. and um, I I have to admit I actually said no. Uh, the first couple of times that he asked me, um, because I didn't understand what what, what was going to take place inside. There was a, there was uh, a, a cinder block room and no guards and uh, level four inmates, mm-hmm. and my judgments were such that I had no idea what prison was like, and I was filling it in with uh, details that I unconsciously was getting from television. Uh, and so once I realized that I was doing that, I, I realized it was, it was my responsibility to see what this, this was. My older brother had already gone in, um, and my younger brother and I went. And at the time, I was working uh, in the film industry sort of at, a, at a, an increasing level, um, and I'd moved out to L.A., and there were several people who tried to shoot this, uh, and I would watch them they'd go through their motions, and it just got to a point where uh, uh, one of our producers, uh, who was a good friend of mine, asked me, why wouldn't you guys do it, and why might you be the only people who can do it? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, for whatever reason, uh, these individuals, it, it just didn't work out, um, and so we found ourselves in a position to do it, and, and it only took us nine years. Is that right? It, this is an, over that period of time. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, congratulations on your determination to stay with it. Uh, well, you you touched on your father's role in all of this. Explain a little bit more about where he fits into all this. Well, my dad was a a forensic psychologist, and as I uh, he 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 started doing this work when I was very young, uh, and so. Uh, about 15, 16, and he just kind of came home as a different person. Uh, and, and our relationship began to change. And as he began to do this same work on the outside, uh, in different arenas, he would ask us to participate with him. And 
We did, and then one day he he, he came home and um, he had met Rob Oldby, the one of the founders of the Inside Circle Foundation, and they, they finally got permission to um, have a four day event that was made up of uh, composed of civilians and men from the inside. Yeah, uh, because the inmates had been doing this. Uh, for a couple of years beforehand, secretly, um, without the uh, prison administration's knowledge. Um, and so when it finally came time to do a, a group event, uh, my dad was one of the guys, one of the first guys that was asked to go inside. Wow. Well, let, let's, let, okay, let's talk a little bit about now the actual sort of nuts and bolts, the, the logistics of what, what, what transpired, and how the... It, it's basically, let me, for our audience, uh, there's a group of, I'll call them outsiders, people who are not in prison, who come in to the prison to be a part of this group therapy. And yes. I'm not quite sure, they they signed up for this. Yeah. Okay, so explain that, sort of how the outsiders are in the prison and participating in this work, or at least, is that the intent, is for them to participate? Is that always the intent for them to be Absolutely. Okay. Uh, this whole thing, in my estimation, works off of um, empathy, yeah. uh, which is something that the inmates um, uh, don't get to experience. Uh, living inside prison, from what I understand uh, from the men that I've come in contact with, is that they essentially... You don't get to experience any range of emotions besides rage. And uh, all of the emotions that uh, would make you a successful individual on the outside, it's the opposite of those emotions uh, that makes you able to survive on the inside. Mm -hmm. So when a man comes from outside and he happens to be... A teacher or a psychologist or a garbage man or a CEO. It's just a regular person who's, who's doesn't have any specific training. The empathy that takes place when you sit down and just talk to each other, it's an exercise in something that they don't particularly get to have. Yeah. And how that happens is people volunteer. They go back to their lives like I did, my brothers did. And they talk about the experience. And there's a lot of judgment uh, from some people. But then there are those individuals that want to know more. And if that happens, um, maybe one in ten will feel compelled to go inside. So this operates by word of mouth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's a volunteer, strictly volunteer uh, initiative. Right. And... Um, the state does not pay a dime, and this is, all comes from volunteers and, and private donors. Donors but it's endorsed to, by the state. Yeah, and it's donors too. Let's let's name the group again. It's called in, in the Inside Circle in, Foundation. Inside Circle Foundation. Yeah, let's because I think that's important for us to be um, promoting this because uh, it and just as you mentioned, the things that would be. Um, Assets on the out, on the outside world are deficits in the inside of, of a prison. So, yes. So so for men uh, who have been in prison for uh, 10, 15, 20 years, or even a lot less than that, this is a corrosive, uh, insidious, horrible 
um, situation for them. There's no outlet for from virtually any way to experience the full range of emotions in prison. Is that is that a fair statement? They just absolutely. Yeah. We we just so uh, we just had a screening in uh, um, New York, and uh, there were uh, formerly incarcerated men uh, at our screening um, just by happenstance. And one of the things that I was talking about was you get a death notice um, while you're in there. So if you're in there for 20 years, 30 years, 35 years, well, many of the people that you know on the outside, they grow old and they die. And so you get a death notice that your mother died or your father died or a sibling died. You can't show emotion yeah, in there yeah. that portrays weakness. Right. So, And there's nowhere to be alone because these prisons are occupied, uh, they're, they're functioning at like 135% occupancy. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you're, you're living essentially in a small bathroom with another person. Yeah. So if you cry, and that shows weakness, and everyone is watching each other all the time, so you don't want to show weakness. People can then sort of, uh, move in, and what this gentleman was saying in our screening was was exactly that. His his mother died, and his father died, and his grandmother died, and that was those were the people who raised him. That was his entire world, and he couldn't cry about it until he got out of prison. Okay. And he was actually in our screening at telling this story, and he broke down uh, uh, just just talking about it because he never got a chance to mourn for them. Unbelievable. What we've done, and by the way, we're speaking with uh, Jarris McCleary. He's the director of the documentary, The Work. It is actually, you can go to the website for it called theworkmovie.com to find out where additional screenings were. As we are speaking, it's here in Los Angeles uh, screening, and so you want to check that out. It, it is a very powerful film, um, and I, I, I want to get to... I don't want to give a lot away about the film because I do truly want people to go to see this and, it, and experience it for themselves. But there is, in some manner of speaking, just the way you're describing this and the film itself really showcases how dysfunct truly it's systematically, institutionally dysfunctional our prison system is. It is just an... It, um, and, I don't know how we got here. We used to have many, many years ago uh, a criminal justice system and a prison system that was the envy of the world, and yeah. now and now it is. It's a shame. It's a it's a it's a blight on our our good name as as a as a nation to have incarcerated at a rate higher than any other nation in the world, with the exception of China. And there's just a, we're 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 and disproportionately. Uh, more people in prison in America than anywhere in the world. We we are. It's just so remarkable that we've gotten this far down this road. And part of the subtext for your film is to try and come to grips with why we are incarcerating people for longer periods of time in worsening conditions, and why are we doing all this? So yeah. I don't know if that's something you even want to comment on, but I just feel like it needs to be said because that's really, for me, the, a lot of the subtext of this film. Uh, yes. Um, I, I was by no means uh, a prison um, uh, advocate or, or uh, activist. Uh, I just 
saw people, and and we we didn't want to. This is not a prison. This is not a, a film about prison. We didn't set no. out to make a film about prison. Right. We set out to make a film about humanity. Right. And it just so happens to take place in prison. Yeah. And so, I, I what I do know is that this is all of our problems. What 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 essentially we're paying for this system with our tax dollars. So many people want to say or believe that this problem is not about them and they're not involved and you have these people behind these walls and uh, who you never have to think about. Um, but you are involved and we pay for it by, uh, to the tune of you know, 65 to $80,000 in some cases a year per inmate. Yeah. Now, you could send your child to college to, to one of the best universities in the world. Uh, to get an education for that amount of money. Right. And the kind of education that these men are getting in prison just to survive in that environment, an 11 floor environment, is completely counterproductive uh, when they're released and they're given $40 or, or, or uh, up to you know $200 and, and a bus ticket and say, here you go. Yeah. And, and don't come back. Yeah, don't come back. And the rate of recidivism in California is above 70%. Yeah. Which means in one to three years, uh, a, a man that gets out of prison um, is, is going to reoffend and go back. Uh, and the rate for this program uh, is zero. There have been a lot of the men are, are lifers, and they, even though they may never get out of prison, um, they just want to change their lives and live the best, most productive life they can, even though they'll never get out. Um, but we're finding a lot of those men are actually being released uh, who never thought they would get out. And uh, that, that is, at this point, about 60 men, a, a little over 60 men have been released from prison mm -hmm. uh, that have participated in this program, yeah. and zero have gone back. My God. So what you're saying to me, Jairus, is that, and what I've been saying for years, or at least from, heard from people in, in, who are working in this field have been saying, is that we do know how to fix this. We have uh, enough sort of in, uh, background uh, information. We have enough techniques now that we understand that we can be much, much more successful in m ensuring that men who are in prison do not come back to prison. And yet we lack, somehow, we lack the political and social will to do something about it. And I don't know what to say about that. I don't know how that's... Yeah, you know, I, I guess the only thing I could and would say, because I, I don't have the answers. I've only seen sure. what I've seen sure. in, in this program, the men that, uh, that run this program. And I would say with what, what Rob Albee uh, always says uh, as a founder of, of Inside Circle Foundation is that you, know, you see a problem and you can pick up your individual piece of that problem. Yeah. And if you do that, and then there are enough people around you do that. Before you know it, you have change. You have a movement. Yeah. Well, and that's all. That's all I could say. Yeah. Just do yeah. it. You can't volunteer. Well, this is certainly helps. Uh, I do. Th this is such a strong piece of cinema in terms of documentary work. It, it is so powerful. And um, 
what I don't know exactly the logistics of how you picked out the three men we follow. I'm sure you followed a few more than that. I know that uh, it's often it's difficult to pick out who will be great subjects, but you found them. <laughs> and yeah, they, they were friends of ours, actually. Oh, is that they what? Were my, my, my three brothers, so my two brothers and I, oh. uh, there's three of us, and we, we just, uh, over the years that I've been volunteering, I've brought in friends and family just by word of mouth. And each one of these guys had expressed an interest uh, to one of us to go in. Yeah. Charles was um, our local bartender. Yeah. Brian was friends with my older brother and went to high school together. And then Chris was friends with uh, both Miles and Ian. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, again, it, it is. Well, then maybe there's. it speaks more to the universality of this, of this kind of approach to letting go of your demons, letting go of the things that have been holding you back, um, that, that all three of them in their own ways are inspirational um, about the what has happened. And I, Brian in particular, and he's very early in the film where we see kind of his reaction. Uh, it, it's really quite, a, quite st all through the film, there are just these revelations and these, um, these reveals of things that... Yeah, after a while you're saying I it's just it's just really a remarkable experience to to watch your film and I was um emotionally invested very early in watching the film and I stayed with it all the way through and that's how it carries you along in that regard. It's just it's just remarkable and this is the thing about it that makes it so powerful. There's nothing staged about this. This is the actual the ongoing process. It's really a remarkable work. Thank you. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, when we when we got there, we actually didn't know uh, the inmates. This was a collaborative process, so the men inside chose amongst themselves right. uh, who was going to be in the circle that we shot. Yeah. And so, therefore, we didn't know who those people were going to be until we arrived on the day. Yeah. Well, let, let me ask you in the last couple minutes a couple of things about sort of the reaction to the film. Um obviously it's been very well regarded and people who seem to care about it's a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes okay the, the the appraise has been exceptional for the film which i'm sure is a, a wonderful kind of feels great for you as a filmmaker um but what about the reaction to the the prisoners have they seen your film my brothers and 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 i uh uh, we we tried bringing the film back to the circle um, once, and then it didn't work out, and so we just sat and had a circle. And the second time, my my two brothers brought it back uh, with my father, and they showed the group, um, and the group because we can't do and show the film out here, uh, even though we have distributors, we have to continually check with them to see what works for them. Mm -hmm. uh, so decisions to show it in colleges and decisions to show it in high schools, we run that by the men inside. Showing it in other prisons, for instance, in the state of California, can cause issues for some of the men who are still involved in gangs and and the sort of politics of the art. Yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah. some of these gangs have very strict rules. Yeah. Uh, but this is a, it's an ongoing conversation. So some men felt strongly about that, and then they put it to a vote. And ultimately, what happens is, uh, I think they feel, and what they've what they've conveyed to us is that 
essentially, um, it is more important to have a positive voice that speaks towards what they're doing Mm -hmm. on the outside because there are just a a chorus of voices that are negative. Okay. So there's work to be done. Yeah, it's an invitation. Yes, it is. There you go. Well, it's uh, I have been hearing about the film for a while, and um, I am so grateful for the opportunity to talk with you and uh, and about the film because it is uh, it's such a powerful experience, and it's something that is universal in terms of dealing with things. We 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 human beings like to bury things apparently a lot yeah. and uh it's easier to do than than the work is so uh it's uh, <laughs> so that's uh you know it, on a lot of levels this film works and um they, i just congratulations Congra- just all i can say is it's uh you you know congratulations <laughs> thank you thank you so much and i'd just like to to uh extend that invitation to um your listeners uh, it is in theaters now. Yes. Uh, select theaters in um, both L.A. and New York. Okay. Uh, it's going to be playing all over the country and different areas. So you can go to the, the workmovie.com. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you want to know more, you can go to the InsideCircleFoundation.org and um, support or donate to uh, the program. The film is currently this week screening at the Lemley Music Hall, and you can go to the website, theworkmovie.com, to find out where it will be subsequently screening. And you mentioned Inside Circle as well, if people are interested in finding out more uh, about uh, the program itself and all the different things that you might be able to do to help, either by donation or by participation. Absolutely. Thank you so much, and I look forward to um, more work from you, and I I certainly... uh, um, yeah, certainly do. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Again, the director, Jarris McLeary, the director of the documentary, The Work. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.